0: You're listening to The Slow Ride Podcast.
1: bikes advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod.
2: Hello and welcome to the 310th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in Orlando. This is Matt in Minneapolis.
1: And this is Spencer in Boston, you guys. I want to take that one more time from the top just because tonight is kind of special. Um, I don't want to freak you out, but there's a Kind of a big name in the audience tonight. That's kind of watching, like big disc. I got word that big disc is in the audience and they are watching. Um, so ready. I really want to perform tonight. Can we just can we just take this just one more time, just real clean, real good? Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. All right from the from the top.
2: Hello, this is Tim. Stopping ultra fast in Orlando, Florida.
0: Hey, this is Matt. Uh, non hydraulic re- disc brake owner in M- Minneapolis.
1: Uh, uh, and this is Spencer in Boston, down with Wout Van Aert. It's over for him, <laughs> it, clearly. Um, and I just want to get that out ahead of everything before the show uh, really kicked off. Um, we need to we need to come with the heat tonight, you guys. So speaking what do we, we got on the agenda? I haven't looked.
2: Speaking of heat, we're dissipating that heat awfully quickly. Oh.
1: <laughs> no rims are exploding
2: on this on this <laughs> podcast
1: yes oh, such, a problem. That's what such we need. a problem that's what we need uh,
2: we need big ideas you guys
0: I, i've got a i've got a pretty on topic thing here i want to know about your senior photos from high school
2: uh senior photos
0: wow what did you guys do Segway street i kind of have an idea of what tim <laughs> did but i don't know i have any idea what spencer wait,
2: did wait wait you have an idea of what i did
0: well, I, I mean, I know the sort of stuff you're into. I know the jacket you used to wear, so I, uh, I don't I know. Did not, I, you know. I,
2: while you have seen me in my Letterman's jacket at the Velodrome yeah, yeah, yeah. in all its glory, uh-huh. I did not wear my Letterman's jacket in my senior photo. However, I did win to wear my Boston Celtics Reggie Lewis jersey. Why? Because okay. I didn't want to wear a Larry Bird jersey. That's just a little too cliche. I wanted to uh-huh. wear Reggie Lewis. Yeah, and real, I had frosted in, tips. Unique. It was looking really good. <laughs> just the right amount. Wow. of like, the, ble- the bleach haircut had, from the previous season's hockey glory, had just been mm-hmm. cut enough. That I had just the right touch of frosted tips before it was cool. And let me tell you something, oh, boys. Yeah, totally. I sold out of that senior photo right quick.
1: I believe it wow mm-hmm. i uh okay. I hadn't heard that story that's uh that's impressive i um I'm not surprised that that was the flavor that you were bringing um mm-hmm. I'm a little surprised that it's the flavor you're bringing tonight while we're under pressure from- big disc to perform um they are looking for people to really you know up their brand they've taken a lot of damage from wild fan art uh lately and um <laughs> yeah, they have uh <laughs> But, you know, if we're talking senior pictures, I was bringing the heat back in the day because as mm-hmm. you guys know, I was living that punk rock lifestyle uh <laughs> all through high school. <laughs> um, yep. you know, with the studded belt and the all that stuff and the patches uh sewn on everything and uh I had uncomfortably long hair at the time.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh and uh I I remember getting mine um shot by uh a friend of my mom's who is a, a a very um artistic professional photographer. Uh-huh. And I, I wore a very classic nineties shirt that's a die yuppie scum on it, really big. I, I've seen this photo. <laughs> I this is a classic. Yeah. <laughs> that's it a is, great uh, shirt. That is no. from that is from the session. Yeah. So, you know, I tried to get my, my message out there to the to the sheeple at my high school. <laughs> um well, set you know, straight, really, didn't you? do, do you yeah. still
2: have do you still have the shirt
1: no uh you know I, I don't know what happened to that thing
2: that that that'd be a good back patch for a jean vest john sent would totally approve if you had a die yupp, yuppie scum vest um yeah. spencer mm-hmm. that may be a little bit better than my reggie lewis jersey i d- i thought my reggie lewis jersey was pretty amazing little guy what was your senior photo
0: I, you know, I had my ponytail pulled back and um, <laughs> I had a, I had a dress shirt on. Oh. I, I, here's, here's the best thing about my senior pictures <laughs> is, ponytail? Um, is when, when I got them taken and it was really awkward and um, you know, they give you the proofs and then I never got prints made. Uh-huh. I never got any prints. Imagine that. And I too also I also remember that I I had, <laughs> I had totally cut myself shaving before I went, you know, as like a inexperienced, <laughs> you know, only shaving for a couple of years. And so I had like that little, you know, that little teenage uh-huh. like spot where i had like sliced myself on my face was yeah. probably like looking bad. So, so needless to say, I oh. was not impressed with the photos. Um and I wasn't impressed with any of the way I was staged, um, and I didn't get Okay,
2: so the staging okay. is very important. So you, do yeah. you guys want to know why I'm asking you this? You yeah, because I'm, I'm starting to yeah get some good memories. Yeah, this of is okay.
1: really not cycling content.
0: No, it's not cycling <laughs> content yet. So to, uh, earlier tonight, I was in Stillwater, Minnesota. You guys know Stillwater. Many of oh, our fans know Stillwater. Down by the waterfront.
2: Idyllic. It's, it's picturesque. It is picturesque. It's hey, th- I, I would just say that that uh, Rob Kelly never had the chance to experience the Stillwater Criterium, uh-huh. the best it's Criterium brutal. in the United States, up 25% climb. Anyways, I digress. Yeah,
0: I, I drove the car up that on the way out of town, and it was hard. Um, Install did
2: there, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, there. was it? No. Um, there was a kid down by the waterfront standing around with his pinarello with big disc on it and nice. he had his kid on, go. but he didn't have a helmet on. And I was like, it's weird that some kid would be riding some young kid without a helmet. And then I it turned out kid. he was there. He was there to get his senior photo taken full kit Ugh. with the bike.
2: And so while I was kit, super into this bike, yep. no helmet, was there a helmet anywhere near the bike?
0: No, like, he didn't even bring it, even stage it in the photos. Um, I got to say, black shorts, he's doing it right. Um, His sock game, his socks matched his bluish jersey, and they were UCI legal, I think. Lengthwise, they were tall, but not too tall. He had kind Uh of a young Johnny Brockovich uh, look going, so pretty scrawny little guy. But here's the thing, is and I I feel for the photographer, she didn't know how to stage him. You know, she didn't, she, she kind of awkwardly, at one point she said, what is your usual position? And he was like on the bike. And then she made him kind of like do a track stand for a second. (laughs) And it was terrible.
2: How do you know that that's what she had? Like at this point, were you just stopping and staring at this like situation? Like, I got to see how she handles it? So I had
0: seen, I had seen this kid and then we sat down to eat, eat some ice cream in the grass (laughs) and he walked past us with the photographer and his mom. And I heard him behind me say, say, oh, it's carbon fiber to the woman like talking about his bike to the photographer and then they were they were doing this photo thing not 20 feet away from me so i could overhear all this staging and all i could think was we three need to go in business as senior picture cycling related stagers because Uh i really (laughs) wanted to run over there and i did want to make a million get him ready ready.
2: (laughs) my life yeah i mean we'll be so rich
0: well I think, now, with high school leagues blowing up, we might actually have a little bit of a market, a teensy-weensy market, because um, uh-huh. we could at least know to do the like the casual one-foot-clipped-in, um, so, leaning on the handlebars sort of like you don't care at the beginning of a stage race look. There's so many good cycling looks.
1: Did she just not line up the valve stems like per- uh, perpendicular to the ground or were oh the God. cranks not I level? Even, like,
0: I didn't even get to see that because they were kind of Slightly below, like where it goes down to the to, to the river. Uh-huh. So I don't even know the way the cranks were framed. She had him sitting oh. kind of on the top tube at one point, but I don't even think she, he, after a couple pictures of it awkwardly standing over the bike, he clipped one foot in. So yeah. you know this kid was good. You know these at least a cat okay. too. Yeah,
2: so yeah. so the clip in I so staging this photo. There's definitely got to be the leg clipped in, but resting on the top tube kind of arms yeah. over the draped over the handlebars I would have brought the helmet to do the the super pro helmet attached to kind of the stem draped yes. over where like the old Shimano cables yeah. would be if you had really cr- do we know what kind of group did he ha- did he have on this bike
1: well right, and so- then you bring up a strong point because when <laughs> yeah. little guy mentioned earlier when the kid walked by and was like oh it's carbon fiber I was going to ask little guy did you say what <coughs> is not campy you know like <laughs> I yes,
0: it was I'm pretty sure it was an Ultegra group. Yeah, uh, okay.
1: Well, I don't really care anymore. So, hey,
2: like tip one for staging, don't have Shimano Ultegra get campy if you uh, <laughs> come
0: on. 100%. I I was just super disappointed too because I had a hat on, but I had a hat. I didn't have a cap on. And he uh-huh. did not have a cycling cap and I so wanted to run over there and sort of just like Drop a hat, a, a cycling cap on his head, so it just sort of floated with plenty of lift on his head, and have the uh-huh. photographer be like, "Put the hat on," and he'd be like, "It is on," as it floated above his head <laughs> in the proper cycling formation, and oh, see the look yeah. on her face as so she's like, "No," and I'd be like, "This is why I should have your job, sa- staging cycling photos." Oh, Mitch uh, Docker would be so proud of that
2: kid. Th- this kid's missing there was, out. There
0: was. That he missed out. I, I think he was doing good, but I think uh, with our expertise, with some professionals in this department, we could have brought props, um, you know, swigging on the bottle or something. I don't know. There's just a lot of things you could have done, and, and so they weren't making the most of the situation.
2: Top five props that a kid could have in doing their senior photo with a bike. They're a cyclist. Um, what are the top five props that you think you do? So I'll, I'll throw out one. Like, obviously, let's just assume – it's a campy equipped bike because we want the bike to look good. Um, <laughs> yes, and also, okay. there would be no disc brakes on this bike. That'd yeah, be, there'd be rim brakes, obviously. Yeah.
1: So, so this, this photo is taken in, in the late 90s. <laughs> yeah, no, yes, right. yes. Okay,
2: so so yes. let's take the bike out of it. The accessory of the bike, obviously, okay. is a big problem. Um, uh, but let, let's, okay. what are the accessories? I'd say one, on the bottle cage, you need to have elite water bottles. You don't want any like of those... Janky specialized water bottles. You need like the elite, like straight out of possible. Like like Mm -hmm. you wanted as your like the Euro water bottles. You're like, man, that's a really wide uh, cap. I, I I think that that would be a no brainer accessory on the bike.
1: You, you, you're, you guys are so just like your senior pictures. You guys are so basic. (laughs) I can't even. I can't even handle it. (laughs) So here's here's my here's my 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 top uh, accessories. If you're doing a photo shoot with your bike. For your senior picture or not, first thing you're gonna need is a smoke machine. (laughs) Okay. Second thing you're gonna need is a suit and tie (laughs) that fits good and that you're just like undoing partially and Uh, unbuttoning the shirt like like Superman. Just like
2: Faronk. Okay.
1: And you've got the kit underneath. The kit under You've got the skin suit on (laughs) underneath, and you are just ready to get out of the rat race and just go tear it up.
2: Right? It's like Kevin Bacon out of Quicksilver.
1: That's, that's a, so far. All right. What, what yeah. else we
2: got, Spencer? Yeah. Smoke machine, suit, kit on. Okay. Those are the three, I guess. Yeah. I mean,
0: I, the, ca- I, I, the cap's an easy.
2: Just needs a good cap.
1: The cap would be, yeah. You're going to work that. Maybe that's the um, uh, pocket square in the pocket of the suit. You just pop yeah. that out. Pop, Pop it on that out. So,
2: so, so no water bottles on the bike. No elite. Like I, I guess, like you're not even no, thinking you about take, the bike
1: for the photos. You're taking the cages off, baby. You need this <laughs> thing looking sleek. You need it looking arrow. You need to save all the grams. Uh, I, you know, we need to take this seriously. Do we have
2: any necklaces on this kid? On, I on like he didn't, and that was and the and next thing like I was going to
0: say. A climber's chain really would have helped. I think.
1: Yeah, but all right.
0: but th- th- I think be a some, weird I think a it. little bit of work with the props. So like get him all sweaty and then have him sort of like putting the <laughs> oh, water bottle yeah. over his head. So, like he just, like he just finished crushing the calendar, uh, here, uh, the competition <laughs> a la Vanderpool yeah. in the Dutch national yeah. championships, just like cooling off with that water bottle. Absolutely,
1: um, That's a must. And the photographer should know enough to have brought the little spritz bottle as well to kind of, you know, create yeah. the, uh, the ambiance yes. of the sweat so, already for yeah. the
2: photos. So, okay. What, yeah. hear me out here. You know how, like, you got to do the goofy photo? Is the goofy photo, like, silka frame pump? Like, oh, I got a flat, and you, you got the, mm-hmm. the, the silka? No? Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, he's, he's think, doing the pumping. Yeah.
1: I, th- I think if you're in Stillwater, <laughs> like, near blocks away from the, from the most famous uh, dangerous crit course in America, uh, you just rip it down that hill in the suit. Um, no just helmet, everything.
2: <laughs> Smoke machine.
1: But you have a little, uh, like a little, um, little banner floating off the back of your bike, like a like an airplane would have. You know, okay. if you're uh-huh. giving a okay. message yeah, over yeah. the ball field. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, That's just like class of you know 2020 or whatever on it, and yeah. uh, that could be the way you do it. So, so it I sounds mean, confetti like
2: cannon too. The, that
0: would the work that sort of thing.
2: Yeah. Sounds like the problem here was that they were taking this photo shoot not serious enough. With the bike like like well like they were trying too to be serious not serious enough a little bit yeah, of yeah, yeah yeah they're being too traditional whereas what they really needed was the services of the slow ride podcast stylist department mm-hmm. yeah
0: well i i feel for the photographers because obviously you do this shoot and then the next day you got to do some kid who wants to get all their shots with their flute and so you, you don't start so do with the flute <laughs> you, 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 you know i mean There's it's always like, one <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it's like you got you have to be a specialist in, in every kid's nerdy hobby, you know, yeah. every day to like be like, hold it, and, and be
2: like, what are you holding it like that for? Hold it cool. Well, you, you feel sorry for the photographer. I, I feel sorry for this kid for failing.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I I felt a little sad, but also, uh, you know, what's gonna happen? This kid is this kid was so cool. I mean, come on, this dude was doing his photos in full kit. It sounds, like I was yeah. so proud it of this pretty kid. Pretty good to me. I was yeah. so sounds- proud of this dude, like. You, like, just you know being like kid? that confident. No, I don't know him. I've never seen him, and I haven't been racing enough to know, like, who, oh. where this kid is in the junior world. I was just like, that this kid is that. I cannot imagine when I was 18 showing up in kit and not feeling like the biggest nerd in the world, right? So, like, I was not comfortable enough with myself to wear. to have worn that outfit so the fact that this kid was like i'm gonna do these photos and then distribute them to all my friends Uh, as i show off my 90 pound frame my 90 pound climbers frame of toughness Mm -hmm. you know where there's other dudes at that school who are like lifting weights in their pictures and stuff this dude was i i like i I do have the
2: feeling that this kid's proofs are just not gonna make it out like yours little guy Light, like, well, he's just gonna hopefully, be like, he's
0: ah. listening to this show and he gets in contact with me because I have at least fifteen cycling caps. I do own a water bottle, right, so I, I have a bottle I can spray
2: him with. I'm willing to bet we can track this kid's down. So, Minnesota cycling fans, you know someone that would have went to downtown Stillwater to take their cycling photo? I'm pretty sure there's only eight junior cyclists in the entire state. You can probably figure <laughs> red this one Pinarello. Out. Get in yeah. touch,
1: <laughs> well, guys. Get a smoke machine. Yeah,
2: as <laughs> much as we want to uh, talk about that. And our yes. future million dollar career. Mm-hmm. It behooves us to actually talk a little bit about professional bike racing. We're not gonna spend a bunch of time here because we're getting all kind of feedback. People saying that we were close to hitting our stride when bike racing <laughs> wasn't happening. And now there's just so <laughs> much bike racing happening that people yeah. like don't yeah. want to listen to us anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah. And we're in the weeds. Yeah. Yeah. It's so
2: quick shout out. I just want to say I feel sorry for anybody that has recently become a fan of cycling that doesn't know about Matthew Vanderpoel yet. That just assumes Wout Van Aert is the greatest because Matthew (laughs) Vanderpoel, and shout out to friend of the pod, Bill Shiken of Cycross Radio for this great joke. Matthew Vanderpoel today practiced social distancing by winning by multiple minutes at the Dutch Road National Championships out Mm -hmm. at Mount Trashmore. The only climb, apparently, in the Netherlands. Wow. Pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was yeah.
0: a, It was a Vanderpool-esque uh, performance. He's back to his old ways of just demoralizing and the field.
2: Looking so good. Too bad he won't be in the Tour de France. But, yeah. you know, he's amazing. And just wait for all my... New cycling friends and family watching this and listening to the podcast that think Wout Van Aert is the real deal. Because while you may think he is, you have yet to experience <laughs> Matthew Vanderpool. Yeah, this
1: yeah. is this is what happens. Wout builds up his confidence for a year, and then Vanderpool comes back. and Things go south real quick.
2: <laughs> and, yeah. Oh, that, that time is ticking down because they're about to go south real quick. He just won by multiple minutes over a legitimate competition. But I digress. Gentlemen, the Tour de France is here. It is here. Mm -hmm. There's so much to discuss. In a few weeks, we will have our world-famous 16th stage contest, and we will get to that. We'll announce that. But this is the last podcast before the tour starts. And I know, checking the watch, it's the end of August. It's the month of the Tour de France. We all know that. (laughs) It's
0: it's logical.
2: I don't know who's going to win on Bastille Day, but... I'm pretty sure it's going to be a Frenchman. It's going to be great. Nobody one of us steal day. No. So <laughs> I think the only way for it to actually play this the right way is to have a quick jaunt down Segway Street to my favorite mm-hmm. corner, Capitalism Corner. Do you hear that sound? Do you hear that bell? That is the the opening of the market. It is time for a little gold, uh-huh. good old-fashioned super-rookies, buy, sell, or trade at the Tour de France. All Are right. you gentlemen ready to play?
0: Here we go again. Yeah, I'm ready. I think I'm ready. I can do it.
2: Buy, sell, or hold. Buy. <laughs> yeah. buy now. I like your style, Spencer. Buy, sell, or hold. Richard Carapaz winning the Tour de France.
1: Sal! Sal! God, no! Sal, I'm ruined! Oh. <laughs> Richard yeah, I'm gonna sell
2: too. the, the, the anonymous um, Giro winner who has been pointed out to me many times this last week that I said was a B-team player because I was expecting him, <laughs> him to go to the Giro to actually defend his title. Surprise call-up for Tim, Team Ineos Grenadiers at the Tour de France. Gentlemen. In all seriousness, buy sell or hold, let's just say buy or sell, Egon sell. Bernal winning oh. the Tour de France. Sell.
1: Uh I'm gonna say buy. Yeah? I'm gonna have to buy it now. That's that's uh That's a that's a, that's, a <laughs> that's one of those yeah Little guy, don't make I mean, me get all
2: McLaughlin group on you. Because I, the, the answer is buy. There is no way that Bernal is not gonna. He's gonna win this. Tour de France. Tim, you l-
0: You're losing faith in your boy Roglic. You were you were early on the Primo's train, like I was. a couple years ago. So I I want to I want you to savor that as well, he's
1: I, one I, I, grand Tim, tour. I, I, and he's on. He's everybody, about to he's another. Everybody is well aware that Tim closely <laughs> follows the amateur ski jumping scene and has known mm-hmm. about Primo's for a long time, Very and that's plan. why he's excited. But. Does that translate to Tour de France victory? I don't know. We haven't got to that corner of capitalism corner yet, so it's
2: a really scor- scary score corner to go down. You don't, you don't want to go <laughs> yeah. down this alley. Who knows where the, uh-huh. the what darkness lays beneath? But um, let let let's do get in, dig into this real quick, little guy. You do think Roglic is going to take the win? I will tell you why I think Bernal is going to win, and while well, you're wrong, the the main mm. reason is that Bernal um has won it before, and he was selected by the Kingmaker David Brailsford of Ineos Grenadiers. Because here's the thing. As much as I yeah. told you that Chris Froome was not going to win the Tour de France ever again, and point <laughs> taken, point, point super rookie on this, because he's not even on the Tour de France <laughs> team, is yeah, yeah. that David Brailsford has the files. He has the knowledge. He has executed flawlessly many times victory in the Tour de France. Bernal mm-hmm. has it. I don't care what key ketones your boy over there in... Yellow Lotto, Lotto Visma, is going to be taking um, the title. But,
1: come on. All right, so here's the thing. Can I, I bought on Bernal. Can I also buy on Roglic? Because (laughs) I'm hedging bets here, and I'm trying to make money on this market.
2: Uh, sure. So, so so
1: perfect i'm buying on both <laughs>
2: i'm shorting on Roglitch. it's just not gonna yeah. happen little guy tell me why Roglitch is gonna win you have 15 seconds before the uh, closes.
0: he's he's won everything this year he's looked the strongest consistently he's looked stronger than bernal and his team Counterpoint. is insanely
2: stacked he does is his team intact it doesn't have steven kreiswick so <laughs> oh. sorry
0: Oh, all, all, yeah. Well, to 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 replace Christwick, they called up George Bennett, who just happened to knock off a bunch <laughs> of wins and and a and a and, a, and a mo- monument podium last week. So on better form than than Carapaz, who right. won a stage just, of Poland and then crashed. So, true, but I
2: I will just point out that George Bennett didn't win the New Zealand National Road Championship. The flying mullet. That's true. That's okay.
0: true. I mean, you know how long ago, the, that was like in the middle of winter. He was
2: probably drunk when he showed up. To the, right, he didn't move, care. Moving on. Buy or sell Peter Sagan winning the green jersey. All right. Is he going to ride the tour? Because he's on the start list, but he's supposedly going to go to the
0: Giro. This year has been so weird is that like you can't even look at the start list like three days before and find out if he's going to be at a race. And I, I'm literally looking at the start list and he's on there. But as of yesterday, I thought he wasn't going to the tour. So maybe Bora's hedging I'm, I'm going their own the bets. List. Maybe they're hedging their own bets. I don't think any team actually knows who's doing what race right now. And that, I think, is what makes all these races. Little guy, I know exciting. what you're doing.
2: Little guy, I know what you're doing. You're trying to hijack Capitalism Corner here. Uh-huh. It uh-huh. was a buy or sell on Peter Sagan winning the green jersey at the Tour de France.
0: Okay,
1: sell, sell. Okay, I thank sell, you for the answer. Because I doubt he's going to start.
2: Spencer. <laughs> yeah. Buy or sell Peter Sagan winning the green jersey at the Tour de France.
1: I am buying, and I'm buying heavy on this one because... Interesting. Not because I particularly think that Sagan is a shoe in to win, but I don't see anyone else really challenging him for it. Counterpoint, like, there, what if he doesn't start? There isn't that type of rider in the peloton. I would say Wout Van Aert. I haven't seen him finish a tour yet.
2: wow that's cold dude his his collarbone appreciates that okay moving on Uh, Movistar will win the team competition at the Tour de France I
0: am selling quick and getting the hell away from that proposition
2: Uh, Spencer what do you think
1: Uh, man I just I'm just running low on funds already because I am buying on this one this is one of those money-in-the-bank uh, uh, you know, propositions that you just have to buy on. They know they're not going to win. They know they're not going to win a green jersey. They know they're not going to win a white jersey. So you know what they are going to win? The yellow helmets. The team classification, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I think this is a, also a no-brainer. I am with you, Spencer. We, we may want to see if Roller Derby can do a last-minute proposition here because I do think that Moby How? Star they have Moss, they have Valverde, yeah. and I believe it's just the top three each stage that matters. They also have, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they have the who's the, the third gang guy that can who's do gonna it. Come across the, the other line. Moss, Irvadi, Ev- <laughs> Nelson Oliveria. I mean, come on, little guy. There is a ton. JJ Rojas on the sprint stages. I think, without a doubt, yeah. with Valverde being the wild card here, that Movistar mm-hmm. is coming off the worst Spanish national championship. In team history, where the top place Movistar rider was 16th place, so they have a lot to prove, and this squad is all from Iberia. They have eight Spanish riders, and they are sorry, seven Spanish riders, and then one Portuguese rider. I am all in on Movistar winning the team competition. Um, Buy or sell Colombia having two members on the Tour de France podium.
1: I'll buy. I gotta sell. I gotta sell. Wow. Me and the little guy are at odds this season, I know. and I mean, if that doesn't show the total, uh, uh, you know, discombobulation of cycling, I don't know what does. Because yeah, usually, we're, yeah, we're pretty lockstep. Well, you know? this is yeah. for all the
2: people on going on their 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 training rides, the road rides with their with their friends, or if they're on Zwift talking on that Discord channel. This is a good question, and the reason why. Is that you have several Colombian riders that could be in the top conversations, right? Nairo Quintana, mm-hmm. Lopez of Astana, obviously Bernal of the Grenadiers. So the question uh-huh. is, Martinus? do you think that there can be two on that podium? I think that I'm kind of a hold on this. Like I I I would like to buy it, but it's a little too risky of a prop for me to even get into. Like I kind of mm-hmm. wanna, I kinda wanna let the uh I just kind of want to sit this one out. So I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to,
1: you know what I need to buy. I need to buy. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I told my guy to sell, but now I'm telling him to buy it back because I, as you're talking, I'm thinking I, I sold based on Nairo Quintana. I don't think he's got it. I think he's got a fourth place in him. Um, but as you were talking, little guy mentioned Rigoberto Urán, mm-hmm. and I said to myself, uh, <laughs> I haven't heard that guy's name all year. Oh no, he's going to be so good. Stealth. yeah So, I mean, it's it's what about, it's his plan? It's been he, his plan all along. EF is bringing
0: three riders who I I don't a hundred. I wouldn't say a hundred percent, but I would not. I, I would not be surprised if they were on the podium. You know, you'd be like, yeah. okay, that makes sense.
2: Buy or sell the Tour de France? Actually, finishing. Uh, <laughs> God, that's a horrible thing for me to... Spencer, can you (laughs) fix that in post? Me laughing um, on this, please. I I sound like (laughs) a horrible human being. Um, You need to be neutral. We're in the middle of a global pandemic. Um, Who knows what's going to have? Larry Warbass, American national champion of AG2R, just tested positive, not going to the tour. Um, Do you think this race finishes?
0: I don't. Yeah.
1: I think I think big disc makes it happen. I think they've <laughs> got uh, the funds uh, to push this thing through despite all odds and uh, I'm gonna buy on it completing.
0: All right, what about this though Say Primos is in the lead uh, Dumoulin's in second place overall and do you think big disc is gonna pull their support out at the last minute and and then I... and then it all comes tumbling down.
1: No, I think, I think they're in it, you know, they've already made those investments and they can't really pull out, but I wouldn't be surprised if a, uh, if a yellow lotto, uh, Visma jumbo, um, you know, supply trailer got broken into on a a night before a team time trial or something. And all the bikes went missing kind of that kind of situation.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, I, I, I think the race finishes. I think there's too much money invested. I think the French national public, I think the Eurozone needs this to go off as close to without a hitch as possible. And there's just been too many races already happening in the continent for them to stop this. So I I do think it's going to carry on. Um, Buy or sell a Tour de France rider making an inappropriate comment about the lack of podium podium girls at this year's Tour de France.
0: (sighs) Oh. Sometimes you don't want to buy, but
2: you got to buy. Oh yes, I just checked. Team Quickstep is still coming to this race, so I'm pretty sure <laughs> oh, Quickstep God. and the the team owner are lining up oh. some inappropriate uh, comments about the um, podium girls and the new newly announced podium attendance. Um, well, if it was something that will continue on... the the tradition of Team Quickstep, yeah. being the worst possible people. Um, in the world when it comes to this type of situation.
0: I, I have faith you know. in the quick step riders to, to watch their mouths, but I do not have faith in Patrick whatever, Lafarge of the team 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 runner of Quick Step. He will definitely uh, he will definitely stick his foot in his
1: mouth. They tell you not to uh, play the markets, you know, based on your emotions just to just to play the data. Um, but on this one you know, I want to believe that nobody's going to make any inappropriate comments, so I'm going to sell uh on this one.
2: When this comment does happen, please do not tag the slow ride pod on Twitter cuz we don't need that clogging up our uh no. our Twitter feed or our Instagram. Feed. We don't want um, it to happen. We just we just <laughs> we just know it probably will happen. Uh just a couple more here. Uh buy or sell a French rider in the top 10.
0: Oh, buy. Buy heavily.
1: Bye-bye. Yeah, I buy that one for
2: sure. Okay, little guy. Uh, how many re- French riders are going to be in the top ten?
0: <laughs> if you're buying so heavily, uh, I'm going to say at l- I'm going to say at least two. At least Pino, two. And, uh, Pino and Pino uh, and um, Martin of Kofod. Really? Cofitis. So
2: not not Bardet. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't hear you say Bardet. Uh,
0: I, no, I'm
2: not. I'm not bullish on Bardet. Are you bullish uh, on form. Julian Alaphilippe beating Tol- Tony Galipan at something? on the bike.
0: Yes. I, I think there's an outside chance that Philippe will will, will kind of do a last year and, and pull a top 10 again mm-hmm. too. So I think there'll be at least two and poss- pretty good chance three. And heck, maybe Bardet gets it back together. And then we got four French guys in the top 10. I just, it's possible. See,
1: you know, a little guy always starts out talking sense and then he just goes <laughs> so far into the weeds that yeah, he yeah, loses yeah, yeah, all yeah. credibility whatsoever. <laughs> no, yeah, but you're I, right. I, Bardet. I do think that, there will be a Frenchman in the top ten, so I am going to buy on this, and I'm going to leave it at that. There will not be four Frenchmen in the top ten. Um, Come on, how awesome!
2: I that I, be? I I just want to say that I am really disappointed. I didn't save my uh, will. Frenchman win on Bastille Day joke. Uh, for yeah. for this, <laughs> I, Spencer, just if you could just edit that one in. Um, okay, yeah, I'll work that in. Yeah. Final Moving proposition, always my favorite. Buy or sell? T.J. Van Garderen being the top American. At the twenty twenty Tour de France,
1: Uh how many other Amer- Americans are going to be? Oh, him? so, so no.
2: we have we have we have Sep yeah, we have yeah, no okay. Nelson, Palace, TJ
1: Van Garderen, okay. okay,
2: and I believe that is it.
1: Yep, just okay. Three. So there's three. There's three. Uh, I'm going to say he's third, so I'm going <laughs> to sell on that one. Yeah, oh, wow.
0: definitely. Good point. Yep. Same. Cuss <laughs> is going
2: to probably be like top ten. Come on. Uh, michael woods is not in the race yep yep only three okay um is dan uh, martin riding he is okay yeah dead dead martin is uh um riding um okay so tj fourth then
1: i i walked that back
2: you know who else is not riding (laughs) friend Mm. of the podcast michael matthews let's check in with him to see what he's doing during the tour de france this year
1: I am Hugh Carthy from Education First Cross Cycling, and I don't listen to the Flow Ride podcast.
2: All right, guys, we have arrived at the pre-lap once again. We are absolutely thrilled, stoked, beyond belief to welcome the newest sp- supporter and sponsor of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Of course, I'm talking about the Watt Bike, Adam. It is the smart bike that's capable of connecting to any of the training and racing apps. And it looks good. It feels good. It's got real world riding. It's everything you could possibly want. And here's the best part. It is super accurate with your Watt data that you're going to be able to climb Zwift mountains so fast and accurately <laughs> that the powers that be at Zwift World or our friends over at um, Radio Zwift are not going to be able to challenge what your output is no. because Watt bike is so amazing. See, I almost slipped in Wout. In there when I said Wattbike, yeah. uh-huh. because Subtle. that's how amazing this thing is. It's going to win any time, <laughs> just like Wout Van Art. So go to wattbike.com slash US. Once again, that's W-A-T-T bike.com slash US and find out more. Little guy, mm-hmm. tell me a little bit, something else about Wattbike. Bike.
0: I'm going to tell you about the Polar View and pedal effectiveness score.
2: Okay, These, this sounds a little too scientificy for me. It does scientific, but I like this cuz
0: it, it it it's proprietary measurement analyzes your pedal stroke in real time and tells you about all the small inefficiencies you got going on and helps you learn <laughs> how to fix it. And it tells you from different ones so you're like, "Oh, I'm dropping my my ankle, I'm not dropping my ankle, I'm not being efficient enough." It gives you the gives you the info to know how to be be Chris Froome and supposedly how Chris Froome's more more efficient than everybody and that's why he's so good. Uh-huh. Okay, so, so you got to be more efficient you, on the bike.
2: You lost me when it said that the watt bike was <laughs> going to tell me about my inefficiencies, but then you won me back when it said it's going to tell me how to fix them, which I'm absolutely you stoked to fix them. Oh, yeah.
1: you did promise that you were going to be Chris Froome. No, 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 no.
2: And you're not gonna be Chris
0: Froome. You'll just be a, a little bit more like Chris Froome. You'll get a little Guarantee. bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the minimum, don't sounded, hold Wattbike watt like to that. Yeah. Don't hold Wattbike to the B Chris Froome thing. Hold me to that. All I'm guaranteeing okay. you is that Wattbike so, will help you pedal better, be more efficient, put out right. more of those watts that you've got stored up inside of you.
2: Let me just wrap this up nicely with a bow on it. Make it very simple. Go to Wattbike.com/us. Right, go check it out anyway. Yes. We love it if you're going to follow that link. Looks good, but it's not as good looking as the bike itself. Just go check it out. No, the bike looks, this is, this is the way an indoor bike should look everything about it. This is like we said last week Mm -hmm. on the pod. I am going to have this at some point in my life, in my living room in front of the TV. It it won't be overlooking central park in, in New York city. (laughs) Wattbike.com. That's W a T T bike.com slash us to find out more and check it out.
1: Now. If you do not have a watt bike yet, and you are one of the unfortunate souls like myself that still has to pedal a regular bike outside, um, and you are not able to find events to attend, we've got a solution for you. Well, actually we don't, we don't at all. We're just going to tell you about it. (laughs) Tell you about Um, it. (laughs) Mammoth Tough has the event for you. Now, Mammoth Tough is a great event on its own, uh, and I encourage you to check it out in 2021 to do the actual event. But um, for this year, because everything's all screwed up, they've really pushed the boundaries of what an event can be virtually um, and done sort of this tough 20 challenge where you sort of choose your own adventure, do whatever you want, um, and tag yourself against everybody else that's doing it. It kind of, it enters you into a raffle. It, it sounds like a really good way to go on a ride, be socially distanced, have a challenge, have a reason to go out and smash the pedals Mm -hmm. and like be able to win something, be able to get some, like there's a point to it. And, yeah. and, you know, challenge your friends and so, stuff. It, it sounds incredible.
2: I just want to point out friend of the pod, fellow member of the Wide Angle Podium Network, Amanda mm-hmm. Nauman, is one of the directors of this race of the Mammoth Tough. You can go to mammothtough.com, and that's tough spelled the way it should be T U F F. And it is in the, uh, the, the ride itself. This was going to be the debut year, but obviously COVID um, is happening. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's in the hills of the Eastern Sierra. It looks amazing. All of the photos, the gravel, and if, if if we know anything about Amanda, um, one of the best gravel racers in the country,
1: oh yeah, mm-hmm.
2: is putting this together. It's fantastic. So little guy, what yes. what should we do if we're gonna do a virtual thing on here? Tell me how. So this thing there's goes. a
0: bunch of ch- there's a bunch of challenges. There's like the tough rider where you create a route, most mileage, most elevation, takeout ah, time, which I like.
2: Ah. I like most miles.
0: See, no, I think, I I think that. Tim Tim was going to like this one. Uh, there's the takeout Titan where you, you get to uh, get some takeout, tag yourself in it, and you get to get entered in some drawings. I like that one because I can definitely get some dinner. But I think one we should definitely do, the three of us should do, is the gravel scavenger hunt.
2: Okay. Tell me a little bit more. Real, hmm. the, g- give me the elevator pitch on why I should do that and not the miles <laughs> challenge. Because I know I'm already going to beat uh, you on the elevation challenge. So,
0: <laughs> okay, so you, you got all that elevation in Florida, and that's cheating. And <laughs> you just ride more miles than me and Spencer. It's not even it's not even a competition. The Gravenger Scavenger Hunt just sounds fun, basically because I want to go do it on the cargo bike with my son. You can go do it on the cargo bike with your son. Uh, we get a list of things to go look for, and we got to compete. We got to come up with a route. I think that's the most fun part for me.
1: If you do decide to do it, and if you guys, uh, you know, um, decide to challenge yourselves and come up with a a route, uh, an adventure of your own, you can save yourself 10% by using the code. Now, this is top secret. You're only going to hear this here and every other show on the network. (laughs) Tough 10, tuff F -F going to save you 10% off that uh, entry fee. Um, you can win a Niner bike. Like these are not like you know, the prizes we win at our cat for crits. Like this no. is legit stuff. So uh I am excited. I want to win the Niner. Um and so I'm gonna crush you guys in this scavenger hunt or whatever challenge we end up doing.
0: Okay. Oh uh, I, I think we should definitely do scavenger hunt first. I'm I'm into doing more than one challenge, can, personally. Can, but I know Tim's gonna beat me on a few of the other ones, I'm, so I'm gonna I'm gonna the... I'm not to doing the... mileage.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to throw this out there just to Uh September 18th, 2021 for the real life. So after I beat you guys in virtual world, I wouldn't mind beating you in person. So just maybe etch this in there. September 18th, 2021. Bike reg.com slash tough dash 20. And finally, real quick, super quick, little guy, Grimper Brothers Coffee. You can go to wideanglepodium.com slash coffee to get two fantastic blends made especially for the Wide Angle Podium members and listeners. What do you do, little guy? Don't be a skimper, serve them grimper. Awesome, fantastic. Head over to WideAnglePodium.com to find out more <laughs> on how to become a member or a supporter of the of the network and allows us to continue to bring you independent cycling media. Gentlemen, let's get back to the show.
1: So remember that, and uh, yeah, enjoy your ride podcast.
2: All right, guys. There is so much here. We have a lot of emails to get to. But quick shout out to friend of the podcast, Arch Bernard, who today I did a consultation for my very own face mask. I need a new face mask, right? To live this 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 existence that we are we've, mm-hmm. we've become to exist out mm-hmm. in public. Arch called me, ever the friend of mine, to say, Tim, I have the fabric for you. And he held it up, and it was a beautiful AG2R brown mixed with AG2R blue. It looked fantastic. I can't wait. I'm going to be having an AG2R-themed <laughs> face mask just in time for Romain Bardet to finish as the top Frenchman at the 2021, <laughs> 2020 Tour de France. I'm just going to like cut it off right there because I don't want you guys to talk anymore because it, it, <laughs> you're, going to, you're going to challenge what I just said about Romain Bardet. So.
1: You, You've become one of our listeners.
2: Yeah. So, let's get to it. This email comes to us from Ed Merritt. E-bike journalism. I've watched some of Claudio Calari's... Good luck with that one, Tim. Reporting from from an e-bike while riding behind Nino Schurter during the Swiss Epic stage race. I started wondering, since now even little guy is on board the e-bike train, if you guys might get more press passes and live report from e-bikes in the Peloton, which race... Would you choose if you got the chance to e-bike with the Peloton shout out to friend of the pod Lynn who last week convinced little guy that e-bikes are the future (laughs) and Lynn also emailed us back to let us know about her kick-ass group called Black Girls Do Ride which is awesome. I looked all about it on Twitter and learned more about the whole setup. Lynn thank you so much for um, sharing that group so Twitter or Google search Black Girls Do Ride to find out more. But this gets That's back awesome. to the question that Ed just asked this little guy. What race mm-hmm. are you gonna get on an e-bike to get into the Peloton to cover?
0: I would hundred percent do that. I would be amazing. Um
2: I don't know, Flanders.
1: Really? <laughs> I <think> maybe,
2: really. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Dejected look on Spencer's face when you said Flanders, just like ah. Oh.
1: Really?
0: What do you want to do, Spencer? We can all Do you bo-
1: think if you're on an e-bike uh going 30 miles an hour that you're going to bounce over cobblestones in the peloton competently? I think I that's where you're starting off. That's where you're starting.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm starting. Hey, you got to shoot for the moon, man. You want to All right. Yeah, whatever.
1: All right. Hey. Uh, I'm just I, saying I might I might pick something a little more like I might do a Milan San Remo, you know, where you get six hours of just chill. Well, uh, Spencer, then, there is not e-bike
2: uh, battery changes on this on this ride.
1: Come on. Uh, yeah, there might be. Yeah. But uh, and then and then I sort of, you know, I drift off the back just before the poggio and I let the let the fireworks happen. And, you know, uh, I got all my interviews, I got everything done. By fireworks, uh, it's you very mean Damar holding you don't under the TV car. Though. Yeah. um yeah I okay I so, so spencer's got Milan
2: ramo little guy's got to the flanders which he crashed on the first um uh uh-huh. gobble section Burke. um i <laughs> will be the rational one here and say are you guys insane the the race that you need to be doing is tour de france <laughs> going up the mountaintop finish of whatever race it is like alpe d'huez wherever you are there on an e-bike you can go up those climbs like nobody's business you can drop you can give the look too You yeah. You could be on an e-bike next to Chris Froome. Oh, sorry. He's not in the Tour de France. But if he was in the Tour I de was... France as he ran without a bike, mm-hmm. th- like mm-hmm. that, is, that is why you do the e-bike in the Peloton is to get up the mountains, my guys. Come on. You can even... <laughs> what I, I'm not done here. You can even take off your helmet because <laughs> you're a journalist. Take off your helmet on that mountaintop finish just for the glory of the Tour de France kicking you out because you violated all... St- race codes,
1: but See, that's mm-hmm. the thing. it'd be amazing. <laughs> I think, I think neither of you would be invited back because the little guy would have dumped it, uh, you know, <laughs> and on the first Berg and, uh, Tim obviously would get, you know, wake up in jail in, oh, yes. in France <laughs> yeah. somewhere. Yeah, But you know, I, I'm going to be back. I'm going to be popping champagne in the Peloton for four or five hours, uh, with everybody. Um, mm-hmm. you know, the next couple of years, it's going to be great. Friend of the pod, Jeff Diefenbach, hits us up. Spoiler prevention,
2: Tim, Matt, and Spencer, clearly, per your example, the correct way to have handled the Kennedy assassination would have been to share that President (laughs) Redacted has been shot. That way, your conversation Mm -hmm. mate would have had the right option of asking whether or not the President of the United States, of Bolivia, Hair Club of Men, you know, there Uh you go. And I, I will say Fair that my, yes. my friends are really, really pushing back. They think I need to seriously apologize, and I did. I even told them, I said, guys, I am sorry if you were offended that I told you Remco crashed off the side of a bridge. I think it's a legit apology. That's big of you. Yeah. <laughs> Friend of the pod, responsibilities. This one comes to us from, and I apologize in advance, Yoris Yop. <laughs> guys, Being the global media property that you are, Uh well, thank you. Yeah,
0: Thank you, yeah, 100%.
2: I think it's time to own up to some of the responsibilities that come with that. Uh Uh-oh. I'm, of course, talking about mentioning the correct team names, and in particular, (laughs) that of Team Jumbo Visma. Episode 309 saw several bastardized versions, including references (laughs) to... (laughs) Several yeah, bastardized yeah. versions, including references.
1: I, I'm gonna just interrupt right there and say episode 310 also did. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah uh, we've done, a, we've tried a lot of
2: different okay. ways today. Okay, let's let's, uh, let's 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 several bastardized versions, including gentlemen. What are they? So we have yellow lotto. Yeah, lotto isn't yeah, even a totally right? wrong. At this I think point. we've done lotto jumbo several times. Yeah. Um uh, lotto wrong. visma. Yeah, and just naming right. them visma. I think someone even yep. dropped Sudal when you were clearly referring to Wout <laughs> Benart, Roglic, Dumoulin, and the and buddies. you attempt. simply can yeah. no yeah. longer afford these Trump-like min- mispronunciations. Wow, going with the heat—that oh, hurts. Going oh, that with that the
0: hurts. heat. Yeah, that does come with some heat.
2: I must ask you to pay more attention. It is Jumbo Visma. Jumbo being the -the run-of-the-mill supermarket chain in the Netherlands and responsible for the yellow we all despise, especially if you ride Bianchi. (laughs) Visma, on the Um, other hand, is this exciting, diverse Norwegian software company where I just happen to work. And considering that Team Jumbo Visma may be eating up my bonus this year, a mention here or there seems appropriate. (laughs) Otherwise, the quality of the pod was already excellent. But with the cycling back on, entertainment value has been through the roof. Thanks and take care, Joris. P.S. Wearing Spencer's Slow Ride Podcast 300 shirt at the moment.
1: Thank you very much. Wow, uh. made it all the way to Norway.
2: Fantastic. I I guess I don't know if Joris is in Norway. I'm just assuming that he works for a Norwegian um, telecom. Or uh, <laughs> there I go again. Uh, a Norwegian software company. <laughs> that this is a. Uh... Okay, I will do my best here on out to at least yeah. pronounce Visma on uh, because we have a connection. I don't have a connection to the the supermarket chain and I just loved it when there was two lottos in the Peloton. But I guess clearly that is no longer the, the case. So yumbo Visma.
0: I like that email a lot. I liked, I like being <laughs> taken to task on that. One.
2: <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's continue. We, we've got a couple more. Uh, are your questions real? This comes to us from oh. friend of the pod, Todd danger. Hello, friends. I had the pod on in the background the other day, happened to hear my name asking about some bike race. What gives? Is there another Todd Danger? Is this a plot by you guys to get me into bike racing? Am I the only real listener of you guys, of your guys' Zoom call? Has the USPS somehow slowed down Gmail and you guys had a really slow mail week? I can only assume that is the latter, and I've uncovered the biggest scandal in slow ride podcast history. Anyway, I guess you busted me listening to the pod. Nice job. I'm not going to get into bike racing, nice. but I'll hit you up later when I need car advice. I think y'all excelled there during the COVID times. I don't expect I'll hear this on the air, unless I'm the only listener. So I'll just keep this little fake <laughs> mail nugget in my back pocket in case any of you run for office. And I need a favor. Cheers. The real Todd Danger.
1: Um, so-, so, Tim, <laughs> you've, you've got some explaining to do because we did read an email quote-unquote email from Todd Danger last week. Yeah. What
2: happened? Do we have more than one?
1: No, we read one. Okay, here's the thing. We
2: had a great question that I... Do you guys know about famed Hollywood director Alan Smithy? No. Tell me more. So Alan Smithy is the is the director that when like the Director's Guild of America doesn't want to put a director's name on the film when it's released, it becomes an Alan yeah. Smithy film because they don't want to give the credit to the director. The director has maybe a, a disagreement with the producers or what the final product looks like. Okay. Todd Danger has, of all of our friends, I believe the greatest name out there.
1: Oh, see, I thought for sure you were going to say the least chance of listening to this podcast of all of our friends out there. That
2: too. I just... <laughs> I, I just... I I needed a name to fill in for the question. So I was like, oh, Todd Danger wrote this email. I didn't assume he would listen to the podcast. And now he's calling us out on it.
1: The question in in question, as it were, was uh, uh, where would we host the world championship road race since it was canceled in Switzerland? Clearly a question Todd Danger would never ask. Never in a million years. <laughs> yeah, that question popped into my brain while we were recording uh, the episode last week, and I dumped it into the chat here. And Tim saw it and needed a way to work it into the show, and uh, did so in the form of a a false email. And you know what, you guys, we got called on it, and uh, <sighs> you know, I think I think it's our first. Um, Factual discretion in 310 episodes, and uh, you know, it's the first time uh, we've ever used a
2: fake person, and we got caught on it. (laughs) So I don't think it's going to happen again. Real person, yeah. We got first time we've used a fake question asker by a real person, and that real person actually called us on it. So Todd, yes, the joke's on you. We found out that you listen to the podcast.
1: (laughs) It was a very elaborate ruse, but it did work. (laughs) Oh, um, okay. We got another
2: great question. This one comes to us from Dr. Tracy Berman, who you may have heard many times on fellow Wide Angle Podium podcast, legendary podcast, Bike Shop CX. Dear Slow Ride Pop, Mm -hmm. I was excited to hear in episode 308 that single arm sleeves are a thing, at least in the NBA. Sadly, only a single high-vis UV arm sleeve survived my crusher attempt earlier this month. I'm uncertain Mm, as to uh, how to decide which arm to wear the sleeve on. So it sounds like she lost one of her arm sleeves. Do I dedicate it to a single arm and cultivate a 50% pale, 50% less slightly pale look? Or do I alternate the sleeve location to balance the tan out? Thanks in advance for this much needed advice. Regarding unpleasant Mm. things to run into, P.S., on the local trail bike path, I recently uncovered, in, encountered a couple clad only in their unmentionables laying near the single track in a city park. The gentleman ran off into the woods as I approached. I have to assume that he would not abandon his lady unless he was tending to a very important issue, perhaps assessing the damage resulting from a deer fly bite to a sensitive area. I thank God oh, I have never yeah, yeah. ran into that on the bike path or the trail. Yeah. But little guy. Where should Dr. Tracy wear her single arm sleeve that's left?
0: I like the weird tan line idea personally. I um Spencer will remember this many, many years ago at the at the Northfield crit I crashed and got pretty bloody oh, yeah. pretty bloodied up. And um yep. In lieu of having one of those cool stretch band-aids that are like bandage things that they wear at the tour, you know, and they like have the band-aid and then they put the cool mesh like stretch thing over their arms. I just cut up a t-shirt and put a band-aid on and then to keep the band-aids on when I went out riding in the next couple of weeks, I just had like a chunk of a t-shirt sleeve around my arm, like a homemade version, like a crazy hobo. And um, I got some good tan lines out of that and I was pretty proud. So you know.
1: Dude. So you'd say go hard on one arm. Um. Yeah. I mean, keeping with the theme of this episode, little guy, I have to disagree. I what I think you've got to rotate it. You're going to have to go, I don't know if it's going to be a Tuesday, Thursday left arm, Monday, Wednesday, <laughs> Friday right arm or I'm it might be easier to do calendar days like uh Even days are are left arm, odd days are right arm, Um, you know, but you're going to have to come up with a system that makes sense. Um, You're going to have big trouble when you run into February and there's only 28 days. All kinds of things um, to consider here, but uh, it's going to be a mess. So I
2: I was originally thinking that for most folks, you would wear it only on your right arm because then you could put your left arm up on the, the door sill of your car so you could get like the the even tan for when you're driving.
1: Oh, so you're thinking, yeah, yeah but, you're thinking but, how do you how do you balance Yeah, it but out? here's the
2: thing is that Dr. T, she's on her bike all the time throwing down the miles. Ooh, like fact. So she doesn't yeah. have the time like quality arm tan time that like th- <laughs> She
1: doesn't have the time to drive that car. <laughs> she's out riding yeah, her yeah, bike yeah, too Yeah, much. yeah,
2: yeah, cuz like you know the left arm tan—that's the classic uh, when you could tell, like the car, the car couriers in downtown Minneapolis. Uh-huh, yep, yeah. uh-huh. A little, little uneven. They could have used the sleeve in that situation. So uh, I don't have an answer. I, I guess you just kind of swap it. Um, but uh, there you go. Mayan Tran hits us up. Hey guys, I've been consistently doing twenty-five to thirty-mile rides, and I'm eager to keep pushing my range. But I'm usually relieved when I get home. I get it. Currently, my partner and yep. I take a five to 10 minute break about halfway through to have a snack we packed. Today, we stopped for coffee for the first time since COVID and it was wonderful. How do people do 80 to 100 mile rides? Do you take breaks? How many? How long are the breaks? For 100 miles, do you stop for a sandwich? Or is it getting to that sort of range more about fitness and those people go nonstop? I'm curious what your typical rides alone or with buddies look like. Thanks for taking my question, Mayan. Um, Okay, I a couple things here. One is packing a snack, fantastic. Yep. I, I, I have a little bit of difficulty here because, for in my so my situation, the longer the break, the better. I love a nice solid coffee break for a ride because it's to me that's it's the secret. Oh yeah,
1: it's it's the it's the unspoken secret of serious cyclists is like oh yeah, what'd you do last week? Oh yeah, I did a hundred mile ride on Thursday. You know whatever. It, like normal people hear that and they're like, whoa, you rode your bike for a hundred miles. And you're like, yeah, I stopped four times for a total of two hours yeah. during that. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like so, maybe not that much, but yes, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you on a nice ride, you stop, you have an ice cream, you you do some more riding, you stop, you fill up the water bottles. Oh, wow. Out. wow
2: just shot across the bow. Like you're bringing the ice cream. Yeah. I will say this is that, here in Florida, my riding friends, they're much more inclined for the post-ride coffee versus the mm-hmm. mid-ride coffee that, that the three of us really enjoyed when we go out to Afton. And we'd sit there for a good half an hour or 45 minutes. Maybe Spencer gets a second yeah. cup. I loved that. I, I do love that. But now that you know I'm a dad and I do want to get back at a semi-reasonable time, I do appreciate the 70 or 80-mile ride where it is a fairly quick store stop so mine in all seriousness the answer is is that yeah the longer you go there usually is a stop i highly recommend finding a good coffee stop that's maybe 30 miles out and you go you ride there you have a nice coffee you take your time and then Mm -hmm. you ride back that is a great ride 60 and all you need to do is you got to press pause on your computer so no one knows you stopped (laughs) for that long because you're not going to put a lapse time up and then you come back yeah
1: yeah. No, you. It's, you the totally the, cool. the route has to go to a coffee shop and back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a,
0: a good. It's the, the coffee best shop. turnaround point. Yeah, you wanted to be yeah. at a good a good halfway point. The only problem with our old Afton thing was that the the coffee shop was at the base of a really big climb, so we would stop, which was great. We'd have our coffee. We'd maybe have a little snack. All good, except yep. for the problem was you would immediately do the biggest climb on the whole ride right afterwards and feel terrible. So ideally – So
1: we got so strong. Yeah, yeah,
0: right. Ideally, (laughs)
2: have a little nice flat section after your coffee stop. Uh, So I know we've – Listeners, hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at the Slow Ride Pod. Let us know what you normally do, or you can email us at the Podcast at gmail.com. We are big proponents of the mid-ride coffee Stop! I would love so, to be able to do that more often here. That's all
1: I just wanted to say. But um, I I think I think we're missing a couple of small points. We yeah yeah we, this yeah, Afton yeah, yeah. ride, yeah, yeah. this legendary Afton ride we talk about about seventy seventy five miles somewhere in there, right? Legendary. We would we would meet up at a coffee shop already <laughs> having coffee. Oh yeah. Ride about half halfway to our midpoint stop. So about. 25% of the ride, we'd usually have to stop and have a, a mass pee break, sort of, you know, drink some water, eat a goo, whatever, little mini five-minute break, and then complete the route out to Afton, where then we sat for half an hour and ate pastries and things, and then rode but home. But that's not the
2: norm. Mm-hmm. Right? Like like, like our ride, I, I do think that if we're really trying it to
1: get... The, it is the norm. The norm is whatever your group is comfortable sure. with. And... So, so- uh, you can certainly find people that are happy to do 70 or 80 miles and also happy to stop three times. during. So it, you know? I
2: will say this. If, uh, Mayan, you asked uh, how do people do 80 to 100-mile rides solo, uh, not going to happen. I'm, I I won't do a solo ride 80 to 100 miles less. I need to beat these clowns in an Everest challenge, at which point I do go back mm-hmm. to the car a couple of times to get some cold water bottles or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, you got to do I it. Do, I do, you know, especially in the Florida heat, you, you want all that. But I will say that for me going on rides, the the magical spot, like I suffered and hurt doing bike rides until I got over that 35 mile break. And I remember it was the 35 mile break because that's what Bob, the former director of the National Sports Center Velodrome, rest in peace to the Velodrome, told me I needed to do to become a better bike rider. Because he's like, look, anything under 30 miles fantastic especially you as a messenger you know you're going to ride 30 miles in a day but he's like you need to do a sustained ride over 30 miles to get the base miles to learn about like how to get that fitness and i do believe that once you get over that 35 mile range 60 is going to be that much easier than the zero to 30 like to get to 30 is a a big step to get to the 60 it's it's a lot easier i mean that's my honest advice but um find a coffee shop that's exactly 35 miles away from your house and then you you come back,
1: mm-hmm. the, little guy. Do you remember your very first ride out to Afton? I I think you did it with Tim.
0: I did it with Tim and a bunch of the Cat Six guys, and I didn't really eat very much beforehand.
1: Uh-huh. It was brutal. I got uh, dropped okay. so
0: hard.
2: Oh, okay. I was just wanted to make sure that you were going to yeah, include yeah. that important part when I slayed well, you on the hills. You did south of the. I coolie. have to.
0: No, I I was I was really bad about eating right when i first started riding and racing like we would go to races and i would bring like five dates you know (laughs) we'd show up to like a 50 mile road race in the cat fours and i'd bring i have like five dates and i'd be like this is probably good um i just wasn't good about just realizing i needed to eat i was still like this later though when riding i was very big in trying to like go out and do big rides without eating and those don't work when you're with people because everybody goes too fast you can do those solo um, and, and that's, that can make you fast, but it doesn't work with other people. Cause you just suffer. It's too, it's too hard. You got to eat, eat food, everybody.
2: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think if we're at the time, little guy, where we need to wrap this up, but I am going to give you the floor because you have something that you do need to get off your chest. Cause you got an amazing gift from a slow ride podcast listener. Of course, the co canvas bag that is featured on our Instagram page a bag that is so beautiful it needs a baguette coming out of it as you're riding your cargo bike down the street to the farmer's market how has it been going
0: well so uh, this last Saturday I didn't go to the farmer's market I actually went out on a solo ride of my own and but uh, my better half took my cofitis bag to the farmer's market so the first time it had gone to a real farmer's market and it came back and it's dirty. I'm a little heartbroken that it's, I haven't even really used it and it's already got, it's already dirty.
2: What kind of dirt uh, are we talking about here? Is it chain grease dirt? Like, oh, that guy doesn't no. like he rides for covid It's like a little
0: went. bit of dirt from some vegetables that just got dumped into it. It was I, inevitable no. that it was going to live this life and, and show a little bit, but you know.
1: Now did you? She is aware your feelings for Kofidis, right?
0: I mean, I tried to explain it to her, but um, I don't know if you guys know this. It's really hard to explain to people why you're why you like a cycling team
1: um, when they don't. By, care. Why you're so invested in a French telecom company? Yeah, whatever they do. <laughs> <laughs> so. Mm. So what are you going to do, little guy?
0: I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I like the rest of our relationship, but I just, I feel like I just don't know how to, yeah, this... I don't know how to like even this out. I, she doesn't have anything so valuable that I could go ruin. You out think, of
1: spite. I uh, think this really put a stain on the relationship. <laughs> yeah.
0: <Anyway. laughs> well, put. I couldn't get that out. <laughs> yeah. Well, put. Uh, I just don't know what to do. I mean, what, how do you, how do you,
2: yeah. Yeah. Well, with that, I think it is time to wrap up the 310th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. We'd like to thank all of our listeners and supporters that have gone to the wideanglepodium.com to become a member and a supporter of the network. We'd like to thank our new friends over at Wattbike. Head on over to wattbike.com slash US to find all out all about the Wattbike Adam. We'd also like to thank Amanda Nauman and the Mammoth Tough. Head over to Bike Reg, look up Mammoth Tough, and use the promo code TOUGH20 to save 10% on... TOUGH10. 10. TOUGH10. 10. Thank you so much, little guy. It's promo code um, TOUGH10. To save on your entry. We'd also like to thank Grimper yep. Brothers for why, little guy. Don't be a skimper, serve them Grimper. By going to wideanglepodium.com slash coffee. Woo, what a great episode. Woo. Send us your emails at the theslowridepodcast at gmail.com. And with that, this is Tim in
1: Orlando, Florida. This is
0: Matt in
2: Minneapolis.
1: And this is Spencer in Boston, Massachusetts, reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road, especially if they have disc brakes.
0: The Slow Ride Podcast. bikes,
1: advice, and rumors straight from the source slowridepodcast.com and on Twitter at the slow ride pod. Searching for the stories outside of cycling, but still inside cycling, The Gravel Lot
2: is a weekly interview series where we talk about our shared experiences in the cycling community and talk with people that we think you guys might be interested in.
1: Absolutely, and The Gravel Lot is actually not always about gravel, but it is the place that is your local trailhead.
2: It could be the meet-up parking lot where you meet your friends.
1: Or the post-ride watering hole.
2: It's really the place where you sit down, share your stories, and talk about life.
1: Yeah, and dive into the things that really matter to you on Two Wheels or beyond.
2: The Gravelot has brand new episodes every single Thursday morning, along with a bi-weekly editorial column every other Tuesday.
1: So check out the show, check out the Beeline, and join the conversation and find out all you need to know about the Gravelot at thegravelot.com.